Cat and Moose podcast. I'm Cat and I'm Moose. This is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human. Hey, Moose, what can you tell me about my body language right now? Well, you have <laughs> you have a hoodie on because we're in the mountains of uh-huh, Tennessee, uh-huh. and you have your hoodie sleeves over your hands and you're squeezing your hands together over your heart yes and you know why do you know what my body is telling me because you have a superpower i'm cold well yeah wasn't it kind of nice it's really really nice because we're we're recording this from the smoky mountains in east tennessee this is our enneagram series that um we've been talking about doing and today we are talking about two types we love and we love all the types but uh, today specifically we're going to focus on our fours and fives and we have our palo santo otherwise known as Palo Palo Alto, Alto. (laughs) would burning on the deck of the Smoky Mountains with the sunset going down. It is really quite beautiful. So we want you to conjure that picture up while you are listening. And thanks for listening. pick where we're going next. All right, let's do it. I want to go hear about our friends who are fours. Oh, the individualist. So their unconscious childhood message was, <laughs> this one is so interesting to me. Obviously, different books say different things, but this was my favorite version I put together. It's not okay to be too functional or too happy. Hmm. Man, isn't that interesting? It really, really is. The Christians would call that the poverty spirit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the lost childhood message of the four is you are seen for who you are. Mm, mm -hmm. So what is your experience of the fours in your life before we dig in? Yeah. So my experience is, first of all, I am really, really, really drawn to fours and fives. Like, I, I feel like they're, they're my, if there was an arrow of magnetism, <laughs> like yeah. that, that those would be my numbers. Um, and so I think because of that, I, I think there is like a, a, an attraction there, um, that I think has a lot to do with a lot of things, metaphysical and physical yeah. and, you know, chemically and, and all of that. Um, my experience with them, in a less healthy space, and I'm talking about myself being less healthy, um, I always say, gosh, every four in my life is completely insatiable. Oh, like you, you, I you mean, cannot, you just described them perfectly. You cannot satisfy a four ever with anything <laughs> ever. Right. Um, and, and I've spent some time working through that because I've got a lot of fours in my life and, and, um, and I feel like, gosh, I'm never satisfy you guys, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's in, you know, work or, you know, personal relationship or family or whatever. It's just like, ah, I don't even want to try anymore. Um, the thing that, um, I really have learned to love about that aspect of a four is what comes out on the other side of what they're seeking always ends up being beautiful. Yeah. You know, whether it's a piece of art, whether it's a, a speech, whether it's a how you function in your job today, like 
it, whatever comes out on the other side of fours never really finding the thing is that I feel like because they're always in pursuit of the thing that they like it's something really great. is going to come out on the other side of that. Yeah. I think fours, I, I loved how you described that because I have this huge attraction to fours as well, <laughs> almost an unhealthy attraction because I think they are so mysterious in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You, They're hard to read sometimes, you mm-hmm. know? And also um, what I love about the four and I think, my eight connects with this is they're such a deep well. Yep. yep. Like they, they can similar to the nine, I think even they can like sit in melancholy and mm-hmm. sadness, like no other type, you right, know? Right. And, and it, they don't need it to be fixed necessarily. Right. And, and sometimes it's really annoying to them yeah. for it to be fixed. Oh yeah. You know, so it's like just let me feel. Like mm-hmm. we had this conversation the other night a friend called and wanted my opinion about a a work thing she was dealing with and and I was like, "Well, you know, my opinion is and I tried to be real, you know, diplomatic and all of that and she was like well tell me what moose and sarah think and i was like why do you need to know what they think (laughs) you know and she was like i just want to hear what they have to say and so when i put her on speakerphone and she told the story to you guys that she had told to me both of you were like that is so unjust that is so terrible that's insulting them you know like it was very and and our friends said thank you that's what i needed yeah. And I was like, okay, because you called and said you wanted my perspective. Yeah. So I was going to give you that. But what you actually needed that you didn't communicate is what I need is I need to feel validated in, in my own I, feelings. Yeah. 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 I don't want advice. I want you to meet me where my feelings are. Yes. Right. Even though I say I want advice, which is still a mind (laughs) bend to me that I did the wrong thing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. So their key motivation is they want to express themselves and their individuality to create and surround themselves with beauty, Mm. which think about any four, you know, like that could be the way they dress to the way they make their house feel to the Mm -hmm. car they drive um, I feel like Sarah has a lot of four in her uh-huh. in her sickness. Uh-huh. Um, they want to maintain certain moods and feelings. Mm-hmm. And so to your point of your friend, she didn't need you to take her out of anything. She wanted to be contained where she was, yep. but also for you to meet her there. Right. right? Yeah. And um, they withdraw to protect their self-image. How many fours do you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the fours that I work with. Um, with the exception of one, she's always the um, outlier Outlier in that she is strangely cooperative, um, is Lee Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of her, photo shoots, video shoots, graphic design, anything like that, my, my, I, it's like I dread the process of picking out three good photos out of 300 yeah. with a four. Oh gosh. You know, don't because give it's, them there's that many. Well, yeah, yeah. But then you, you get, you don't give them that many and they go, I, I surely there was, more. I don't feel like we captured the essence. Yeah. It's <laughs> like where, and then you have to go, wait, 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 we did, we did, we yeah. did. Cause then they go into their five yeah. and then they're like, this was not prepared properly. Why was this not? What is all the information? Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, yeah. all of that to say fours really care about their self image. Yep. They like to take care of their emotional needs before attending to anything else. Mm-hmm. And they often attract a rescuer. 
Well, I'm, a, I'm afraid you're that person. <laughs> I, I am afraid that I am completely shaped and honed and designed to be just that. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask you to take your Professor Cat hat off and just receive having so many fours in your life. What the best way to get along with a four is. Okay. All right. Give them many and plenty of compliments. They okay. mean a lot to me. Okay. I'm going to be your four. Okay. Be supportive. Be a supportive friend or partner. Help me to learn to love and value myself. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. Like they want that partner and in, yeah. in, in that process, which mm. is beautiful. That is really beautiful. And it really resonates a, a lot with... A it's what your whole company is built on, too. Of. Yeah. 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 Like, I am coming with you to mm-hmm. build your dreams. Yeah. So basically, you just sign fours at, uh, yeah. <laughs> at your artist agency. Uh, though I don't always want to be cheered up when I'm feeling melancholy, I sometimes like to have someone lighten me up a little. I mean, that is our yeah. friend. That's our friend Heidi. Yeah. Like, I say all the time that when I get completely inappropriate in my humor, it's. Uh-huh. It's only to get Heidi's laugh yeah, going. Yeah, because it's all, I mean, it really takes a lot. It does. Yeah, but yeah. it's like when you go truly off the rails. When I'm 15-year-old, the 15-year-old boy that <laughs> she thinks it's so funny and there's nothing better than the laughter of a four. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, don't tell me that I'm too sensitive or that I'm overreacting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just your face is amazing yeah. right now. All right. Here's why I like being a four. I'm not a four, but I'm going to play a four right now. Okay. My ability to find meaning in life and to experience feeling at a deep level. Oh, yeah. Admiring what is noble, truthful, and beautiful in life. Mm-hmm. My creativity and intuition and sense of humor. Mm-hmm. That's what they like about being a four. Mm-hmm. Being unique and being seen as unique by others. Mm-hmm. Having aesthetic sensibilities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being able to easily pick up on the feelings of others around me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so good. Now, I will say a four and their unhealth doesn't always pick up on that. They're really aware of their feelings. But aren't we all? One one observation I've had of fours is that they're they're very well aware that there are things going on in the room. I don't know that they're always right about their assessment. Interesting. Of the things. Maybe they're feeling energy and mm-hmm. they feel that, you know, mm-hmm. the emotion of it. But yeah. 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 And it, it's like, okay, like that might be in the quadrant of anger, but that's not actually how that person is behaving. Well, you know, it could be their own unhealth. Right. You know, putting a filter on that. Mm-hmm. Here's what's hard about being a four. All right. And these are from fours. So I didn't create this. <laughs> Experiencing dark moods of emptiness and despair. Feeling of self-hatred and shame because I don't deserve to be loved. Yeah. Uh, Feeling guilty when I disappoint people. Mm -hmm. Feeling hurt or attacked when someone misunderstands me. Mm. Uh, Fearing being abandoned. Obsessing over resentments. Longing for what I don't have. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the quintessential thing of a four. Is the deep void. Yeah, and and it's it's that... um... What you said a second ago that basically meant like holding grudges, like holding on to um, things that have happened in the past or whatever. It's like that. I I feel like I've experienced that from my fours. Yeah. 
you know, that they'll bring up something that I'm like, whoa, that was so 20 years ago. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like, where where did that come from? And it's like, it's in there. It's holding space. You know, it's interesting because I, I thought that was a big six thing that there's a lot of pain in the past and that they they um, replay this recording. And then I start looking at every type and I'm like, we all do it. Yeah, we all do it. It's yep. just um, for some people, it just looks, you know, for each type, it looks different. Mm. Okay, now let's go to one of our other favorites. The five! By the way, you're all our favorites. Yes. All right, the unconscious childhood message of a five, the investigator. Mm. It's not okay to be comfortable in the world. Wow. Isn't that freaking uh-huh. heartbreaking? Yeah, it really is. What's so interesting is when you learn, when you hear these, often it's words that you've never been able to put together. Yep. But they ring so true. Yes. Yep. All right. So our fives, um, your lost childhood message was your needs are not a problem. Take Mm. that in, my fives. Mm. Your needs are not a problem. So the basic fear of a five is of being overwhelmed or useless. Mm. That's interesting to me. The desire is to be capable and competent and understand their own environment. Yeah. And then the hidden complaint of a five is I, I... I am so smart that no one can understand the things I understand or appreciate the things I know. I mean, (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, That is all unjust and playful. And these are experiences of five. So don't yell at me if that doesn't ring true. Uh, One of my dear friends, Steve is a five. And then Sarah has a five wing. Um, I have lots of fives in my life and I I go to five. Um, And my buddy Steve is like such the quintessential five. Like I want to shake him sometimes because I want to be like, you have some of the most brilliant ideas. I mean, such great business ideas, mm-hmm. podcast ideas. And um, he can get paralyzed in using his voice, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I've seen him do it. And I mean, I heard. Okay. So Susan Stabile. Suzanne Stabile or Susan? Suzanne. Suzanne Stabile. So she said something in a conference once that rocked my world. And she said, the most brave thing that a five can do is to be in an intimate relationship. Wow. Wow. Because for them, it's so easy to retreat. Yep. And to be in their brain. But to connect with another human Mm. being and to be present that is really the bravest thing. She said wow. on the entire Enneagram. Wow. That yeah. is, that's huge. Yeah. So how to get along with a five. Be independent and not clingy. Mm-hmm. Speak in a straightforward and brief manner. I wish, look, sometimes I think I'm a five. <laughs> I need time alone to process my feelings and my thoughts. Remember that if I seem aloof, distant, or arrogant... It may be that I'm actually feeling uncomfortable. Mm. That's so good, man. That is so good. The perspective is so good. Like I'm thinking of of someone in my life who I, I'm not 100% sure of their type, but I think they're kind of floating around in the four or five yep. uh, realm. And just hearing those descriptions really um, makes me think, oh, I think she might be more of a five because of how she responds to a the opposite of some of those behaviors yeah, that, exactly. that you have talked about. It's like being a little bit needy, a little bit clingy, a little bit like, you know, 
and what are you doing and how are you? And it's just like, no, man, I don't need that shit. Like, say what you need to say. Get out of my personal space and let me be alone. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's so much in fives that remind me of eights, which makes sense Mm because they're very connected. But because all of these, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) Um, make me feel welcome, but not too intensely or I might doubt your sincerity. Mm -hmm. If I become irritated when I have to repeat things, it may be because it was such an effort for me to get my thoughts out in the first place. Mm-hmm. I feel that way. <laughs> you know? I do sometimes. I, I don't most of the time. Yeah. But, yeah. This was a great one that somebody who filled out a survey for me said, don't come on like a bulldozer. <laughs> and, I think, <laughs> and I think of all my fives that I'm attracted to in what, whatever way it is, you know, it's yeah. like I have come on too strong with every single oh, one of gosh. you. Every single well, one I of think you. Dial are, it back. Can be so scary to find. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, at least with an eight, you're just like, oh, they're just kind of a bully. <laughs> <laughs> with a two, you're like, oh my god, you want something from me? <laughs> I feel that way sometimes with twos too. Well, and and but with a two, it, it's also like, oh my gosh, you want me to love you? I want you to just go be your own snowman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then the last one was help me to avoid my pet peeves, which include big parties, <laughs> other people's loud music, <laughs> overdone emotions, and intrusion intrusions on my privacy. Yep. Yep. Overdone emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Does it remind you of the you're too much? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, going just a little bit deeper with fives. Here is what fives have told me they like about being a five. Standing back and viewing life objectively. Coming to a thorough understanding and perceiving causes and effects. Like they love, mm-hmm. they totally have that engineer mind. My sense of integrity, doing what I think is right and not being influenced by social pressure, Mm. not being caught up in material possessions and status and being calm in a crisis. Mm -hmm. And then what's hard about being a five, being slow to put my knowledge and insights out into the world. Kind of like you were saying about Steve. Exactly. Feeling bad when I act defensive or like a know-it-all. Because I don't think they know that they can be perceived that way. I see. Because they're just full of information. Yeah. You know, being pressured to be with people when I don't want to (laughs) be. So my friend Steve is married to my friend AJ, who is an eight. And and AJ is an eight with a giant seven wing. Uh And she loves social things even Uh more than I do. And well, of course, because I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an eight with a seven wing, too. It just looks different. But um, but it's so funny because they take two cars to every party. <laughs> it's amazing. Because it's like Steve's like, I will show up with you, but I will be there about 20 minutes and then I'm going to head yep. home and that's it. Yep. I, I love that they have that worked out, though. I agree. I agree. Because what, what that sometimes looks like is that looks like I'm unhappy because you never go out with me. Yeah. Or I'm unhappy because... You always want me to go out with you, and, and you I don't, don't understand that I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the fact that they worked that out yeah. and have found like a, a middle ground. That I'm so impressed with that. Good I am job, too, you guys. because like I understand the idea of like of both sides of it. I do too. Like there's things I have to attend because I work in the music industry, and like I, you know, you want your person to come with you, yep. but you also have to realize like it is soul sucking <laughs> for a five. <laughs> 
to be in. Oh, my God. Like I heard Steve describe not only a party he had to go to with AJ, but it was a costume party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like every five out there is like, come on. Now, listen. Well, I was going to say, though, with social, our... If you're a social five, maybe you do Or if that. you have a four wing. Sure, I totally. Mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's plenty, plenty different kinds. Let's not stereotype here. Right. All right. So the last thing of what's hard about being a five, watching others with better social skills, but less intelligence do better professionally. <laughs> Isn't wow. that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. How many people can you think of that fit that bill? <laughs> I, I can think of several. Here are some things we love about the fours and fives. <laughs> okay. So for five, you go first. <laughs> Okay, eight. <laughs> Thank you for loving me and my tunis. I'll go first. I feel special and chosen. <laughs> Little superstar. <laughs> okay, so I am talking about the things we love about the Enneagram number four. And like we've talked about earlier, um, I, I am just an, I am crushed out on just about every four that I've ever met. So um, I love their uniqueness. They mm. are so special. So, so, so special and one of a kind. And I just love it. And they own it. I really love that. I love that the fours that I know really know how to enjoy relaxing and the finer things. Yeah. Every four I know might be, even if you're like, oh, I'm really frugal or whatever. And I'm like, no, but you've got like a velour ottoman that you put your feet on or whatever it is, yeah. you know? Um, so that's another thing I love about the four is, is just their, their ability to enjoy relaxation and enjoy the finer things. And, um, and also the fours that I know aesthetic is real important. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and I love that about our fours yep. because you love beauty and maybe that's beauty in music or visual arts or who knows what it is, but your love for beauty is, is, second to none. Love that. I love my fours too. So for fives, I think my favorite things is that they are usually very sarcastic, <laughs> which just brings me tons of joy. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite thing about fives are everything interests them. Like, mm -hmm. and they're the people not like us who <laughs> just, we just read like the top line and we're like, wow. And then I'm like, tell me more about that story. You're like, I didn't read that far. <laughs> like the fives like have encyclopedias of information yes. in their brains. Yes. And, um, they, yeah, they just take so much time to like understand things. Mm -hmm. And I think that takes patience and I have so much respect for that. I do too. And I have, I have a lot of respect. And I think part of this is because of just my upbringing and my flat sides and things I'm working on and stuff like that. But it's like, I really, really admire how intelligent fives are. Yeah. They always know what they're talking about. They do. And even if they don't, they can totally bullshit oh, it and make it sound I believe right. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. 100%. <laughs> so thanks for listening about fours and fives this week. We love our fours and fives and hope if you are a four and five that you felt very loved and appreciated. And this upcoming episode is going to be about our sixes and our nines. Uh, or maybe we should say the nines and the sixes. 96ers. 96ers, not 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon.
producer, Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Cat and Moose is a BP production. Thank you.